0: And fun fact, not really people know this, maybe like five people. I moved to New York a few years ago. I forget what year. My best friend McKenzie knows. I thought I was going to move in they figure it out. I packed my, all my stuff, like everything. Uh, and then it was an epic fail. I lasted five days. So I'm going home. Wait, really? Yeah. Um, I literally went home. Uh, I was what year statistic. was this? Had to have been twenty nineteen. It was twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, twenty nineteen.
1: The same type of situation.
0: I didn't have a job yet. Like I, my internship just ended. Well, that internship was a job too, so it transformed into a job. But it didn't. Um, I was like, okay, I can take on New York now. I went home, recoup, like sold my car, the whole nine. Yeah. As like, I got this, I'm gonna go out there. And, like, I swear to God, I went to the Bronx Target to go pick up, like, some stuff for my apartment. Yeah. That I was subleasing. And I was like, yeah. It was, like, people screaming, hollering. I was like, I'm not ready for this. Went home.
1: No, keep going. Walk me through that moment. Yeah.
0: How did that happen? Keep going. Uh, I was just like, I can't do this. It was too much. I was overwhelmed. I was like, I'm being naive and, like, silly right now. Like, let's retrace. I went back to the apartment. I called um, Ashton, who's my boyfriend. I was like, I don't think I made the right decision. My gut is telling me, like, this is not it. And the apartment was nice I was at, too. It wasn't like, but it wasn't like the apartment now. But it was just, it was fine. And you know how New York apartments are. It can be, like, real shifty. So I was sitting there, and I was like, I got to go back home. And I, I had only bought a one-way ticket. Like And so then I sat there, and I was like, you know, I, I'm going to stay for like 10 days. I say for 10 days. I felt the same that I felt on day two. Day 10. Packed my bags. Came back home. My parents literally said. I can tell in your face you weren't ready. When I turned around and said bye to them in the airport. And they, you know you got to let your kids make their own decision. Yeah. And um, I came back home. And just had like a moment. Where I had like. Maybe six months to myself. Like going to therapy. And see what, what really mattered in this life. Yeah, really? Yeah, oh, that's
1: that is crazy. Like, I you see people like people like you when you see them. i probably met you in that time. You would never, you would never know, you would never yeah. know because, because just delight in the
0: yeah. And people reach out to my mom and tell her things and my dad about me. And I'm always like, no, I paid my dues, I'm done paying my dues too. Like, I paid my dues. And had my fair share of doing stuff I did not want to do. Like, it was like a time period where like I went back home. I was like, granted, like I didn't need to work, but I need to keep myself stimulated. I worked at this Lifetime in my hometown. I had people come up to me like, oh my gosh, like, why are you working here? You graduated college. And I'm like, it's like, it's like almost like on Game of Thrones. It's like, shame, shame. shame. Like, that's how it felt. And it's like... I, like, you know, life is not easy. Like, why do you say that stuff to me? Like, I'm like, really, I'm bugging now. Like, you've got me freaking out because I'm like, damn, I'm trying to figure this life stuff out and get situated. And now I'm working at Lifetime and like, just paying my dues just to take my time to figure this out. So I'm sitting there and like, I have like, people's in the front, like, oh, you play a Texas State, you play basketball. I remember seeing you at Allen, yada, yada. It's like, dog. Like, I don't need to hear that right now. So like I was home doing that. And then one day I was like, ah, I can't do this no more. So I went home and just like chilled out for a second. And then I got a new job and <laughs> life went on yeah. and I moved to New York.
1: That You said a lot just then it's, And it's it's crazy. Sometimes people forget that other people are people and they're going through things as well. And they say things that, oh, it's a one off comment, but it it builds and it builds and it can crush and kind of compound on the person that they're saying it to that it leaves a a negative kind of impact. The next question, I guess, for that is how did you you get out of that? I know you you said you had six months to yourself and you kind of had a new job, but walk me through kind of your thoughts, but like behind the curtain, if you peel back the, the, the initial thoughts that you had when you had those six months to yourself, what was the negative voices saying to you in those moments?
0: Um, I felt like I wasn't good enough, but at the same time, it was like you had a devil and your angel on your shoulder, but like the devil is society. And then there was like me. I believed in myself. Like I knew I was going to be fine because I don't ever think, I truly believe like, I'm not trying to sound cocky. I think I can do anything in this world. If I want to, I can make it happen. Like I don't care. And my friends, like I've had my friends in the past growing up, like just take your time on things. Like, nah, like bro, I got this.
1: Yeah. At the end of the day,
0: I took myself in bed at night. Like I'm dead. Yeah,
1: facts. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's just like, that the society want they want you to do like certain things like oh why, did, why haven't you done this yet why haven't you done that and it's like I I'm good so that's what I was facing it was like I was fighting fighting for my life against everyone it's like I got this just give me a second and I will be fine you know yeah yeah I guess when when you
1: say that I resonate with that so much and I know people listening will resonate with you have an innate ability to know yourself more so than anybody else. So y'all can say what y'all want. I'm going to pull through this, but it always takes kind of a practice and and like intention to get over that hump. I guess what I really wanted to know is what kind of intention other than space, like, did you have any practices? I know you said you went to therapy. Was there something that you did on a daily that kind of helped you get over that hump?
0: I'm not going to lie. I spent a lot of time, Excuse my French, bitching and complaining to my parents. Like I was a negative person, I was depressed. Um, and that I wasn't even a negative person. Let me just scream. I don't think I'm negative, I just think I keep it a buck. And some stuff is <laughs> not optimistic as everyone wants it to be. Yeah. Especially people that look like us. Yeah. Life is not peaches and creams. And then I just had to really like write down my ideas and tell myself, like, you're gonna do all this, you're gonna be okay. And on top of that, I was like talking back and forth to my parents so much. And I was like, yeah, I got this. Like, we're going to be good. So it was just like that type of vibe. Um, Yeah,
1: that's dope. Write down, write down your ideas to, to switch gears. Kind of a year ago this month, you started one of those ideas at Erica Eats underscore. Could you walk me through everything that led you to that moment when you first Hit that record button and and post it on Erica Eats.
0: Yeah, um, my my friend Tyler. So um, while I was figuring out life, I stayed in Dallas, got a cool job at an ad agency. Um, one of my friends I met there, his name was Tyler Dozier. I was like, Hey, he's
1: dope. Sorry, he is dope. I, I I've looked at it. He is dope. He's dope. Yeah. Freak you going. Yeah.
0: So I met Tyler. I was like, Tyler, I have this idea. I love food. Like, I'm very specific. I write Yelp reviews. Uh, my, I love food. Yeah. Like, I have every. I think I have everything down to a science when it comes to food. And I was like, I'm going to just start posting my own food. And I'm sure people will like it because I just think I'm good at making food. So I was like, Tyler, I have an idea. I ran by him. And he had some more growing to do. We were both in that weird area in my life. We were like, let's just do it together. So we just filmed and, like, whipped it up and just saw what worked and what didn't. Like, I posted a bloopers clip the other day. Um, like, you see all of our mess-ups. We failed. Like, oh, we should have fixed that. We just apply it to the next video. And, like, we have it way better. Like, much better. As time goes on, we're getting more clean. And we're both growing.
1: Hell, yeah. Now, nah, you guys... Oh, my. You guys are... Even from day one, to be honest, when I saw it, I said, Oh yeah, she got some good. It, it, it's the vibe. You know, you got some shit for y'all ladies, the aesthetic, the vibe, but for the, like us, it's like, I see some fresh that inspires, that encourages. It's like, for me, watching something like that, it's just food. Even I'm a vegan, so I shouldn't like meat and cutlets and different stuff, but yeah. watching something like that. Knowing that, hey, Norris, have you tapped into your creative bag? Like, have you like the ideas that you have in your head and your heart? Have you like brought that to fruition in this way? Like that inspires me every time. You don't even have to be saying anything, but just every time I see your post is so encouraging. Just watching someone step into, you know, their calling and helping other people. That's something that I mean, I just love. What were you feeling after the first because I know I had my troubles, but the first time you finished, how did you feel after like exactly like your first episode or your first post?
0: I was like, wow, we really just did that. And the moment I'm done with it, I'm done with it. Like I had another Instagram page too, where I just post pictures. I used to be obsessed with film cameras. Yeah. And I would post pictures of my friends to call like the account. I think it's like called friends on film. I haven't posted in so long, but I was done with it. I got, I gained like almost 75 followers. I was done with that after a few months. I was like, I'm done. I don't use the account anymore. It's like, yeah. I'm really quickly, like, If I, I'm done with it. I gave him my all. That was fun. Tap into your hobbies, try things new. So I was like, okay, let me do it again for my cooking page. But let me get really serious about it because I do actually care about this. Like, film pictures was a hobby, but like this was like real life. Because at the end of the day, like I can see myself. Like I watch. Um, I'm a TV obsessed person. Like TV is the most important thing. I don't care for me. I love music, but like let's watch some TV. <laughs> I'm watching these celebrities just because they have a platform. Get a TV cooking show and they can't cook, but it's funny because they have their platform. It's like, well, damn! If I can like, get a following you know, what can happen? And I actually care about this. I care about food so much. So it's like, yeah, let it ride. No,
1: I, I love, no, I'm not even gassed. I love it so much. Like even for my platform and the things that I want to do for this <laughs> Mindfully podcast and what I, I'm like, i like, okay, I'm peeping game. Like I steal game for sure. I steal. It. okay. The way she does it. Okay. How do I incorporate that into what I do? I don't know that. I feel like that's so cool. Uh there's something that you said, remember with whatever you do, whether it's cooking, creating content, or anything else you're passionate about, just have fun, yeah, take me to that time where you realize fun was a missing component in your life because I feel i everybody reads those Tumblr quotes, posts, you know you yeah. say random stuff that you feel like it's fluff, but some days it hits more than others. Like, what was that time that, you know, fun was missing out of Erica's life?
0: Um, fun was missing in the year of 2019. That's when that I was same like. same time? I was, like, not having a good time. And then also, like, um, there was so much stuff I wanted to do during my four years in college that I didn't get to do. And I'm like—, like what. Like what? Like just random things like the spring break trips, you know, the random things that people got to do, regular costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, and there was yeah. so many fun things I wanted to do and I'm like, as soon as I graduate, I'm doing whatever the hell I want to do. Like, I don't care. If y'all <laughs> haven't lived my life, I don't care if you think I'm doing to being too overly ambitious. The sky's the limit to me. Like, you can't stop me. Beat me there. Hell, if, it's so, if it doesn't make <laughs> that much sense to you, it beat me there. Yeah. So... Like, I was like, I'm not having fun. And then I went through that rough patch in 2019. Like, and when, I was like being like a little, like, I guess it would be annoying to everyone. Like, I got dumped. A bunch of stuff just happened in the row, And I was like, am I the catalyst to all these issues?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And I was like, and I was, like I'm going to chill out for six months and I'm going to be back on my bully.
1: Hey, Genix, you going off.